Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information. Welcome to The Wave Podcast. I am Daniel Ortiz. And I am Ryan McCarsky. Ryan McCarsky, I'm going to ask you not only how you're doing, but how was your Thanksgiving? Because we're coming off a great Thanksgiving week. How are you? How is your uh, how was your Thanksgiving, my brother? Oh, it was uh, it was great. I'm doing I'm doing very well, Danny. And uh, it was a great Thanksgiving, as we talked about a little bit before the podcast, just very restful. Um, a lot of time to kind of spend with family and just kind of be pretty low key, which was great. Uh, I used I used to always travel during Thanksgiving uh, and it just got to the point where it was a little bit hectic. And now that I got I got a little little guy at home, it's easier to stay kind of confined to home and have some small amount of family come to us. So it was it was great. How about yours? Man, I, I, I found myself in the same place in our household. We really chilled. Uh, it was really, really low key. We have found the rhythm of rest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have found <laughs> the rhythm of rest in the Ortiz home. Uh, we really did not do a lot. Uh, we went to a few places, um, but really just just uh, recovered. I know uh, for my wife, she's off of work. The kids are off to school, off of school. And so it's really just an encouragement for all of us. It was an encouragement to just rest, to hang out, to hang out with one another. And so our, our family's dynamics would, uh, for a long time was that way. We would go to two or three places on, on just Thanksgiving alone. So mm-hmm. the weekend and, and then get up for Black Friday. And, and so we have been delivered uh, from <laughs> uh, the Black Friday situation and delivered from having to have to do anything. Um, so really, we were intentional uh, this time around to just rest and, and to say, you know what, we don't have to. And so uh, we, we only went to one place on Thanksgiving, which was amazing. And, that, and it was at the evening. So we really got a chance to hang out. Um, and, and, uh, you know, we, we want to do what the girls really are looking forward to do. So, you know, no one got up early Friday, nothing like that. You know, we did some shopping Friday evening, but it's just us out, uh, eating and hanging out. So we really, really chose to rest this year. Um, we literally feel that is like the standard now. <laughs> so hopefully from now on, we can live in that place of rest, man. Absolutely. No, that sounds... Good. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> That's is an enjoyable thing, man. And so, listen, the topic that we have this. I, first of all, I miss this. What we would, I feel like we haven't done it in a long time, even though we have, right? It's been but like I think a week. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes these breaks, uh, you know, what I mean, uh, make it longer than what than what it seems. But I look forward to every time uh, mm-hmm. spending time with you in the Word of God, uh, because God every week is just working on us and doing some mm-hmm. things within us. And I wanted to mention, you know, yesterday I woke up. Yesterday was one of those days. Um, have you have you ever walked? Uh, I, I don't know if this ever happened to you, Ryan, but have you ever mm-hmm. woken up uh, a little off? Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> if I, I, I mean, yeah, I, it's, I think it's natural. Yep. <laughs> so yesterday was one of those days for me because I'm, I'm usually always like going, going, and, 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 and when it comes to feeling you know, fully present and fully, but yesterday, for some reason, I got up waking up a little off and, and, 
I, you know, my go-to whenever I wake up that way is always presence, presence, presence. And so I know when, as we're talking about the Holy Spirit, as we've been talking about the presence of God, this is what we do. You know, I want uh, those who listen to us, we practice the presence of God. We practice, like, I know my safe haven. For me, Danny Ortiz, there's nothing better than really shutting everything down. And, and we were talking about this like being alone and, and being present in his presence, it's hard for us because we live in a go, go, go world. You know, you got to achieve, you got to do it. But, but, and I'm not even talking about just rest to rest, just making an, an effort to say, Holy Spirit, you know what's going on. I have all these thoughts that are happening right now. I'm going to release them to you and I'm going to give them to you. And, you know, one of the scriptures that really hit my heart because I, I wouldn't say I was, uh, I want to say I was caught up in the spirit. Like, like Paul, um, I love in the scriptures where he said he didn't know if he was in the flesh. I had this experience, you know, after feeling that way, uh, Ryan, yesterday, I had this experience. Like I just, just ran into the presence of God and the Lord literally took me to, I was out and, and I don't know if I was dreaming. I don't know what it was, but I know. I had this experience of someone speaking to me and really prophesying to me in my in, in this dream of whatever I had, this encounter yesterday morning. Yeah. Um, and it just started remembering, like re reminding Danny Ortiz who I am in God and 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 how the father loves me. And, and it was just an incredible thing. So I left there thinking of John uh, 14, 26, but the help of the Holy Spirit, when the father will send in my name, he would teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said um, to you. But I want to focus on he would bring to your remembrance all things. And I think one of the things that I, I was uh, so grateful yesterday for the Holy Spirit, because I believe it was the Holy Spirit, he brought into remembrance. And I'm telling you, within minutes, my spirit man was leaping, my 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 connection back to the things that the that God and the promises and the encouragement of vision and future, all of that started being stirred up. And so, you know, I, I just wanted to bring that and be vulnerable and be honest, because I know it, not every time we wake up, we all always feel like there. You know, there's sometimes we wake up, we, we like, I feel disconnected. I don't even know why I feel awkward today, but I do. And I'm telling you, there's nothing like the answer of the presence of the Holy Spirit. And that's just a testament to how long you've practiced the presence. And, and it was a natural occurrence for you to say, I feel a bit off. I, I, I need to bring that before the Lord where it, when we first kind of think about that situation, we more look naturally and say, okay, what's going on? You start to analyze for you. It, it was, Hey, hey, Lord, like what's what's going on? And and you you just went into the presence. You you did the the Matthew six six. You closed off and and hey, let me get away from people. Let me get away from distractions. I need one on one time. And then the the Father ministered to you, obviously based on your your powerful experience. And and it and it recalibrated you in a quick amount of time. Where some people may be off for days, maybe even yeah. a week where they just, they can't seem to get out of this, this funk of, of what's going on. So no, I think that that's definitely a very, that's a very practical and spiritual 
kind of assessment to help our listeners when they feel that way? Because you're going to feel that way from time to time. Everyone does. It, every human does. And, I, and I'm always on 100. So so I'm letting you know, I think I wanted to bring it up because I felt like the Holy Spirit's like, be vulnerable with the people and let them understand, you know, and and, and it literally brings it to the topic of this week. Right. So yep. Galatians, remember, we've been in Galatians 522. And yep. today's word is, is in today, this this attribute and who the Holy Spirit is here. It's I'm telling you, because what I thought of yesterday, to your point, the reason I can go back into and I know that the presence of God is what I need is because of God's faithfulness. I know that he's a faithful God. He's always mm-hmm. been faithful in the times before when I got up and fell off in the times before when something took me off, because sometimes that sometimes it's not just, you know, sometimes it's things throwing you up in this experience of 45 years living on the earth. There are things that have that just common life that throws you off, whether it is that as a, a loss of a job, whether your wife lost a job, um, whether someone got sick, well, you know, I've had get best friends get sick of cancer and die, you know? So mm-hmm. there are things that life throws at you that, that may like, you know, rattle your cage a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. But when we can start thinking about the faithfulness of God, right. The, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, and goodness. And by the way, the goodness one was amazing. So you haven't oh. listened to the goodness one, go back to the goodness one. Um, and then this one, faithfulness. When you start thinking about the faithfulness of God and how faithful he's been and how faithful he's still going to be, not only when we hear, but when we're gone. Uh, one of my favorite songs, Ryan, of all time, and literally everyone that knows me close enough knows that one of my favorite songs is Greatest Thy Faithfulness. Now, I won't sing it. I don't know if you remember the hymn, but the hymn mm-hmm. goes, Greatest Thy Faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changes not that compassion they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Greatest Thy Faithfulness, greatest thy faithfulness. morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand has provided. Greatest thy faithfulness, Lord. It is literally my favorite hymn of all time. Why? Mm. Because I think there's no, for me, if one of the greatest ways that you want to describe God, the Father, the Holy Spirit, and the Son, Yeshua, is one word in his faithfulness. Oh, Danny, that's that's so good. And and I think if if we just even if we look from Genesis to Revelation, there's so much faithfulness for people and just all well knowing that. Even if you feel alone in the world, you're not because God's faithfulness is for is for you. It's always been for you. It always will be for you from the time you were born to the time you leave this earth and you're, you're in eternity. And I think um, that's one way to recalibrate the mind. Uh, I'm going to talk to my students this morning about gi- giving thanks, just starting because we're coming off of a break. They've been off for a week. And let's just start with something to recalibrate our mind before we have to jump into anything academic or work related it's like how do you get back to to something that will recharge your insides and that that's the same thing you were talking about earlier which is like when you feel off 
if you just go to God is faithful, if you just say that, there's something inside that just feels right. Listen to listen to the Psalm, Psalms 37, 3. It says, trust in the Lord. Because I think faithfulness has to do with trust. But it says, and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. A couple, you talk about when your belly's empty and you're hungry. Some of us need our, our spiritual bellies are empty. And here the psalmist is encouraging us. You want to fill yourself up, feed on the faithfulness of God. Begin to start. So with faithfulness comes remembrance, right? Because you can't do yep. faithfulness without remembering what God has done. He's mm -hmm. always done this way. He's always got my back. He's always come back and done something throughout the generations, right? Because mm -hmm. it's not, not only now, he's always been faithful. We're going to go to that later. But understand that the word is asking you to feed on the faithfulness of God. I, and, and I want to, you, you had a you had a description of faithfulness. I don't know if you want to read it, but if not, I'm going to read some definitions here, man. Uh, because you sent me some good stuff when you was, uh, uh, send it on faithfulness. Uh, you have that with you? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, looking at the definition kind of in the, in the Greek, some of the, the words are obviously faith, but then there's assurance and there's also believe. So if you mm. think faithfulness to, to have assurance, that means like you can have your confidence in God's faithfulness. Assurance is a, a thing that I feel like in the time we're living in and there's not a lot of assurance in what's going on from day to day. Let's just, I mean, you wake up and all of a sudden all over the news, there's a new variant of COVID. And it's like, I thought stuff was getting better. And then all of a sudden this, that's why we can't be swayed by the world. But if we look at faithfulness of God, is like assurance like we can even if the world's chaotic we can be assured that he is good and he is faithful that's one thing that jumps out to me that's where there's i can if anything i can put my confidence in him because i can't put my confidence in the world because the world's world's changing every couple hours i love that i love that you said that because everything around us at one point in our lives will crumble do you understand? Like this earth shall pass away, but his word would never pass away. Right. I was reading this morning uh, where, where I think you and I get the same uh, scriptures where Peter was talking about, you know, the earth fading away and melting. Right. When I read this morning, like there's good. But but we should be as Christians looking for his new the new heavens and new earth. Right. So, again, his faithfulness, his faithfulness, like. Everything will pass away at one point, but who he is will never change. Like yep. God is solid, right? And yep. one of the things with, with our, our, our rattle, uh, our cage of being rattled with this, you know, you know, Omnicron, I think is the name of it now, you know, yep. we want to use wisdom. But again, we our faithfulness is not in the system. Our faithfulness is not, even though we love medicine, I'm going to say this and hopefully not get in trouble. I love medicine. I love it. But my faithfulness and trust fully is not in that medicine. Thank God yep. for the medicine. It has to be fully in God that God knows the plans and he has my life in his hands. And he has it. I love one of the mm -hmm. definitions is firmness. Uh, 
Immuna is the Hebrew word. Firmness, steadfastness, steadiness. It means trust. I love uh, Webster's de uh, definition is loyal, right? Remember we talked yep. about uh, loyal love before, right? And, yep. and so know that he that we can trust him. Faithfulness means that I can trust God fully because I know that he's trustworthy. I know that his faithfulness, being faithful to him, right, assures, you use that assurance, assurance, assurance that he has the better outcome. I don't, I can't come up with a better outcome. He has the better outcome, though I may be dealing with cancer, though I may be dealing with uh, lack of finances, though I may be dealing with diabetes, though I may be dealing with stress. He has the better outcome for my life. And so I'm not going to trust in the things that are around me. I'm going to fully trust in him because for generations, he's been faithful. Like, this is not like God just been faithful to me in my spot. When I look at God's record, uh, whether you believe it's 6,000 years or 10,000 years, don't matter. But for thousands of years, we know he's been consistent on who he is. Listen to what the scripture says in, um, in Psalms 119.90, right? It says this, Psalms 119.90, your faithfulness endures to all generations. That means every generation has gotten to feast off the faithfulness of God. Every generation has encountered God's faithfulness. He says, you established the earth and in it abides, right? Whatever mm -hmm. God touches stays forever. And here we understand that God is a true faithful God. One of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is Lamentations 3, 25. I know you have sent me this. It's one yep. of my favorites. Why? Because it only says that he's faithful. Again, we talk about how God is faithful. Why? Because he's always been faithful. Every generation that's been on the earth has gotten to taste of that faithfulness. He's been good to us. He's been faithful. Listen to what Lamentations 33, uh, 22, Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22 to 25. And I will underline this in your Bible. And every time that you, the enemy comes in with lies and deceit, because remember, Satan is the father of lies. So Satan comes to lie to you about the faithfulness of God, right? He'll, he'll make the things around you seem more bigger than what it is. But when we put God in this proper place, Ryan, when we put God in this proper place, everything else becomes small. Everything else becomes minute. Listen to what the Lord uh, says in his words. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. <laughs> mm. I'm going to say that again. Through the Lord's mercy, we are not consumed. By what? By our own sin, by our own deceit, by our own sinful nature. Because his, why? His compassions fail not. They knew every morning. His compassion is new every morning. His mercy are new. Great is your faithfulness. Remember, I, I started out with that song because I love that song. That word great. Listen to what that word is. It's the word rab. R-A-B. Rab in Hebrew. It means abundant. It means much. It means enough. It means exceedingly. He says so. Abounding. Is your faithfulness much is your faithfulness enough is your faithfulness exceedingly is your faithfulness the lord is my portion says my soul therefore i hope in him the lord is good to those who wait for him to, to the soul who seeks him 
Oh goodness. Yeah, that's I wrote I wrote down um that this part of scripture is really like the heart, the heart of this book, this compassionate character of of the father. This this compassion, this faithful God that and I, I can see why this is your favorite part of scripture because you can come to this at any moment um, in whatever you're feeling and it will draw you back to who God truly is. Because, and I mentioned the word feeling because we allow our emotions to shift us away from what God's true character is. That's what I think we naturally do that as humans. We, unfortunately, we're swayed by our emotions and it affects us when if we could just come back to him and recalibrate by him, his voice, like what happened to you just yesterday, where you felt off, your emotional state was off. But when you came before him, he was able to recalibrate back by saying, Danny, like, this is who I am to you. This is how I see you. And from there, it was like, oh, all right, I'm back. I know hmm. it's identity. He, he basically had to shift back and remind you of your identity in him. Man, I love this, that you use those words, because in, in reading Lamentations 3.22, is the prophet, Lament, he, he's, he's lamenting, which is something that we don't do much. I don't know why, but especially Americans, we don't yep. feel comfortable with lamenting, which I think one of the answers to a lot of our repentance uh, as a country is to lament. Uh, it will be great to do a whole series on lamenting. Uh, because yeah, we have a whole book called Lamentations, which we don't know how to do well. We don't know how to lament. And here the answer to the prophet's lamenting, you know what I mean, over himself, over the things, it's, it's all God's faithfulness. Mm. God's faithfulness. God's faithfulness. God's faith. God answers those anguishes of our hearts, knowing how steady he is, knowing that I can trust him, knowing that he has the best interest in me because I'm his son. Uh, I'm his daughter, I'm his child, and he cares for me. You know, one of the things that I love that makes his assurance of who he is faithful is that he sent Jesus. Think about that. Think about how Jesus, Jesus is a sign of God's faithfulness, right? Because remember, we read his mercies will not consume us. Well, what, what, what is mercy? Withheld punishment, right? And God knew that man's sin was going to be the doom of him. So he sends Jesus. I love First Corinthians 1, 9 says, God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ. Right? Mm. Right? His faithfulness drove us to a fellow, to a relationship with Jesus. The gospel yeah. is the gospel because we were falling. We were destitute for destruction. We were heading the wrong path. All the earth was going to be consumed by this thing called sin. Sin was going to drive us far from the presence of God. And it, it drove us from the presence of God, right? Because remember, yep. uh, all the way from, from Adam and, 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 and Eve, the word says, mm -hmm. and they fled the presence of God, right? Yep. Um, uh, Jonah, when you read, Jonah disobeyed God and what he did, and he fled from the presence of God. Every time yep. sin came, you flee from the presence. But the father knew, I need to reinstate man back into communion 
in relationship with me. How? I'm going to send Jesus. So Jesus then becomes the sign of the faithfulness of the Father. You want to know yeah. how faithful I am to you? You want to know how faithful to every person that I made in my image? I'm going to give you access to me. And the greatest way I can give you access to me is by then giving you Jesus and giving you fellowship with Jesus. Danny, that, that's so good because I was thinking about when, when you were just saying how historically people just fled fled from the presence and i was thinking of two two occurrences moses on mount sinai when Come god on. came down in the cloud and wanted to speak to the people and the people essentially were like i'm terrified i don't want to be in the presence that's like almost the definition of of culture today it's like either people don't want to find the time to spend with god because they just don't want to or that they're terrified of their sin, so they don't want to go before him because they don't really know how loving of a father he is. Um, and then I was also thinking of Exodus 33, one of my favorite parts of scripture, when Moses, Moses leaves the presence, but Joshua lingers a little bit longer. Come on, man. Joshua understood the importance of it. Not that Moses didn't, because Moses had said, you know, was talked with God. We understand Moses got it, but there's something about Joshua that he was the understudy to Moses because we know he took over after Moses passed. But there was something about Joshua that he prioritized the presence because mm. he knew it was important. That doesn't say a lot about it, but that's a very pivotal part of scripture that I think set Joshua up for being confident when Caleb and him went to spy out the promised land, when he was able to lead and Jericho, the walls fell down. I think that pivotal moment in Exodus 33 of prioritizing the presence as a young man led to that whole thing that happened in the book of Joshua. And at the end of the book of Joshua, where he said, I don't know what you're doing, but me and my family, we're going to serve the Lord. That's like a whole shift, but it all was prioritizing the presence as a young man and it shaped his life. Dude, I, I love that you mentioned Joshua because in Joshua, so you, if you think about the way Joshua starts his journey, right? He had, he had to know God's faithfulness, right? Because yep. listen to what Joshua 1.1, 1, 1, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses uh, assistant saying Moses my servant is dead why does he have to tell him Moses is dead I've always like read that like because because Joshua is like all right I'm waiting for the leader like I'm waiting for the leader yeah and he's like nah Moses is dead now therefore arise go over uh or go over this Jordan and you and all these people and the land which I am given to them and, and the children of Israel and every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses, from the wilderness and, and the Lebanon, as far as the great river of the Euphrates, all the land um, of the Hittites, right? And mm -hmm. verse five, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong of good courage, verse 6, for to those people you shall div uh, divide as an, um, 
as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers uh, to give to them. Only be strong. Like, I love God's faithfulness here. God is mm. knowing Joshua is waiting for Moses. Joshua's not like, oh, I'm ready to go. He's waiting for Moses, but God has to encourage in him. Remember, encourage meaning be full of courage. So God yep. is full of him of courage so that he can now get up and be the leader, right? And so uh, verse uh, seven, only be strong, very courageous, that you may observe to do according all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you to do, not to turn from, uh, from it to the right hand, to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. I love verse eight, this book of the mm -hmm. law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate it in day and night. What did God, I felt the Holy Ghost talk about this. What did God bring Joshua to? God brought him back to presence, brought him back to meditation. He says, I know that you're scared. I know that you don't know where you're going. I know that this thing is big because like you now have to lead this group of people. But you spend time in my presence enough to understand I got your back. I'm going to fill you with courage. But don't forget where your strength come from. I'm going to read this again. Verse 8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate it in day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid or nor be dismayed for the Lord. Your God is with you wherever you go. He says, listen, presence is going to mm -hmm. lead. You don't have to lead Joshua. You don't have, listen, sometimes we think we have to do for God. Yeah. And God is like, listen, if you stand in my presence long enough, I was telling you uh, when I, before I got a, uh, uh, we got on a podcast that one of the things yep. that the Holy Spirit was bringing me uh, to remembrance was that he would speak for me. He would speak through me, right? He would do yep. that, that I can rely fully on him. It's yep. exactly what God is doing with Joshua. Joshua, I'm reminding you that we spend time together. I'm reminding you that I'm with you. I'm with, I remind you everywhere you go, I'm with you. I don't know who needs to hear this today, mm -hmm. who's listening to this podcast. But listen, I don't care where you've been or where you think you're going. Know that God has your back and he was with you wherever you go. And he's asking you because of his faithfulness, you'll be strong. Because of his faithfulness, you'll be full of Courage. Be encouraged just today. Whenever you're listening to this, night, morning, noon, it don't matter when you listen. Be encouraged that Abba's faithfulness of being with you. He's faithful. He won't leave you. He's always going to be with you. Amen, Danny. And and when it says when it says in verse nine, Lord your God is with you wherever you go. It it so much reminds me of of the Great Commission. Matthew, Matthew 28. And Jesus said, I will be with you low to the end of the age, which means I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to ascend, but I'm not going anywhere because the truth is he sent the Holy Spirit, which we know, book of Acts. And, and he's not leaving. Like, I think that's where we have to prioritize presence. We have to meditate. In, and I know like meditation gets a, a really weird connotation when you when you bring up Christianity. And I think as we've talked, that's just you thinking too much, people thinking too much into religion. We have to think he 
the Lord instructed Joshua, meditate in my word. That's what it is. It's not you're just meditating to meditate. It's it's literally taking the time diving into the scripture because that's going to be a remembrance of what the what the Lord has done, what the Father has done generation to generation to generation. It's proof that, hey, I'm faithful. I've been faithful since the beginning. I'm going to be faithful to the very end from Genesis to Revelation. We have to remember that because it's all about like when, and I don't know who this is, is for, but when you go through something, the Lord and specifically the Holy Spirit is very quick to remind you, you've been in this situation before. Don't you remember when I delivered you from that? Have confidence that I will do it again because I'm faithful. I was faithful that time. I'm still faithful this time. And I'm going to be faithful when you run into a situation in 10 years from now. But I think we're so, and that's where the patterning of scripture, you, you look at it and you read and you say, how the heck do these people forget you lived in miracles? You Come were on. fed the bread from heaven, yet you, yet you still forget and turn your back on God. And we think, and I look at this, I always laugh. I was like, we think as humans, we're so much more advanced spiritually. No, we're not. We still forget. And that's why we have to go back and meditate on testimonies. We, we need to go back and meditate on the word of the Lord as a remembrance, because God knows as humans, I'll know we just end up forgetting. I don't know why we do. We just do. Man, listen, our, our pain. I'm going to say this again. Our pain has uh, uh, our pain sometimes is an eraser to erase our memories of what he has done. And sometimes our pain overwhelms us. And, and because we don't know how to deal with the pain of the moment and whatever pain it is, I don't, I don't know what you're going to listen. This is, I feel the Holy ghost on this because this is for somebody and I don't know who it's for. I, I know it's, I, 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 maybe it's for me for the future to come, but don't let your pain define who he is. Don't let your pain, uh, let you forget how faithful because there's a trust walk. It's understanding mm-hmm. sometimes our pain overwhelms us so much. And because we don't know how to deal with pain, the uh, the pain of loss, uh, the pain of sickness, right? The pain of disease, the pain of lack, right? All of that sometimes overwhelms our emotions because it's painful, right? I'm going through the valley of the shadow of death. I feel no evil. Why? For you are with me, right? We forget mm-hmm. that he's with us. We forget that God, you're faithful in you're faithful on the mountaintop. You're faithful in the valley. You're faithful when I'm going through hell. You're faithful when my body is telling me the pain of whatever it is. And I don't know if it, I, I, I just keep on hearing cancer. You know what I mean? If it's cancer that you're going through, you know what I mean? Believe God that God is faithful um, to heal cancer. Um, he's faithful to, to heal you today. And he'll heal you the way he wants to heal you. I'm going to say that again. because I know folks get so uh, caught up and 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 just well if I if I say it long enough no he, he does it his way your trust is in him your trust mm-hmm. is in God whatever you know the reason that I'm going through this valley you know the reason but I'm gonna trust you in this valley I'm gonna trust you whether I don't see the outcome that I think I want to see because sometimes we're trying to manipulate God for our own outcomes no Lord I don't even care what the outcome is 
I'm trusting in you because you're a faithful God and you know better. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Not my will be done. And clearly I'm going through this valley for a reason. Clearly I'm going through this valley for something. Maybe it's not even for me. Maybe it's for somebody else. But I'm still going to trust you in this. And I think sometimes because of our pain, right, because of how strong our struggle is, the enemy highlights our pain. He highlights our struggle. And we totally forget that we have our God that has our back, that is with us always. He promised in his word. That's why he told Joshua to meditate on his word. We have to meditate on his word. Why? Because when we start saying, oh, he was faithful to Israel. He was faithful to Joshua. Oh, he was faithful to Jonah. Even Jonah walked away. He was faithful mm -hmm. to Adam and Eve, though Adam and Eve walked away. He was faithful to Saul of Tarsus that was killing people and beheading mm -hmm. people. Oh, God has been faithful to a lot of folks that have gone through a lot of situations, right? He was faithful to David. David, David and him had the, an incredible relationship. Why? Because he was faithful. Even though David went and did some crazy stuff, right? God has always been faithful. We can trust his record. We can trust him. And really, is a matter of trust. Do we trust him enough for whatever we're going through that he knows better than we do? I love that you you ended just what you're saying with trust. That that idea of trust and assurance. Those two words right there highlight God's character. They they highlight his character perfectly that he is trustworthy and there is an assurance that he is there and he will always be there for us. Oh, man, man. God is faithful. Listen, I wanted to talk about us being faithful. You know what I mean? To one another. I don't think we're going to be able to get there, but I just want yep. to encourage you with some, some of the things that scripture says. First Thessalonians, first uh, Thessalonians 5, 23 to 24 says, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. Listen to this. May the God of peace himself satisfy you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless to the coming of the Lord. He who calls you is faithful, who also will do it. He's faithful. He's called us to this higher calling. I'm going to read it again. Now, may the God of peace himself sanctify you. May he sanctify you completely. May he process you. May he do the things. You don't have to do it for yourself. May he do. He plays an important part in this. May your whole spirit, soul, and body your full personhood, who you are, be preserved, blameless to that. Why? Because he is doing the work in you. Because he who calls you is faithful. It is God who calls you is faithful. He's going to do some things for you. And, and guess what? He gives you the Holy Spirit. He gives you Jesus. Look at Revelation 1, 5 says, and Jesus Christ, a faithful witness. Jesus is the faithful witness, right? Mm -hmm. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us, Right. Look at Revelations 19, 11 to 12. Now I saw heaven open and behold a white horse and who sat on him was called faithful and true and righteous. He judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire and on his head was a many crowns and, his, and he had his name written on his knee. Um, he had uh, a name written that no one knew except himself. He is the faithful and true one. Understand this, that our father is faithful. His son, Jesus, is faithful. The Holy Spirit is faithful. We were talking about this. This is who the Holy Spirit is. And mm -hmm. again, this is with the beauty I want to land with. I'm going I'm to land a plane back with 1 Thessalonians 5. Because mm -hmm. this is the beauty part about it. When we talk about the fruit of the Spirit, 
We're not even asking you to come up with some things to make yourself faithful. <laughs> As you get attached to faithfulness, you become faithful. Remember, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. Who needs to do the process in you? It's him. We have to trust that he's processing. And he's doing holistically. He's doing it like, may your whole spirit, soul, and body. What's your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions? May your spirit, may your soul and body, all of it is being worked on by God. All of it, because he's what? Because he who calls you is faithful. And mm -hmm. who also would do it? He's going to do it. We have to trust in him that he is going to complete in us what he wants to complete with us. And sometimes, Ryan, that looks like some great mountaintop victories. And sometimes yep. that looks like walking through the valley of shadow of death. But in all, if we can take what Joshua 1.8 says, I'm going to be with you. I got you, Joshua. Be full of courage. Be encouraged because I'm here. I got your back. And if I, I think we we have to remember that the Holy Spirit is a helper. The Holy Spirit is a comforter. And the Holy Spirit will always bring us back to trusting in the Father. As we're walking out our daily life, we have to always understand that we can trust and that we're never alone. No. And, and, and he's got you. Listen to yep. me. I don't know who I'm talking to. He's got you. Abba has you. And, and I want to encourage those. As you get attached to faithfulness, you become faithful. Because I wanted, to, I wanted to mention that. Because, because yep. they're, they're, oh, man. There's a lack of faithfulness, Ryan. I know this is probably going to go a little longer than we want it. But I, I just got to say this because the Holy Spirit said yep. it. There is a lack of faithfulness on the earth today. Like, for some reason, we don't understand that God wants us to walk out his faithfulness to one another. It says mm -hmm. in Proverbs eleven thirteen, 13, a tellbearer tell reveals secrets, but he who is a faithful spirit conceals a matter. There's a mm. faithful spirit that God wants us to walk. Listen to Proverbs 28, 20 says, a faithful man will abound with blessings. A faithful man will abound with blessings. Daniel 6, 4 says, and so the governors and satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find no charge of fault because he was faithful. Think about mm -hmm. this. Think about this, that his faithfulness allowed him to be blameless. <laughs> his yes. faithfulness allowed him to be blameless. Listen, I, I know that the Holy Spirit wants to transfer who he is in us. And I'm telling you, there's a lack of faithfulness to one another, a lack of faithfulness to brethren. All through scripture, and I don't have time to read them, you'll hear Paul, to the, my faithful brethren, to, to my brethren who are faithful to one another. Listen, mm -hmm. not only God wants us to trust him as being faithful, he wants us to be faithful to him, and he wants mm -hmm. us to be faithful to one another. Again, I'm going to say this again. Not only should we see God as being faithful, but he wants us to be faithful to him and faithful to one another. So I pray as I like, this is my last thing I'm going to say, <laughs> that the Holy Spirit empowers you to see him as faithful, but also then infuse you to be faithful to him and faithful to one another. And you make, you make a great point that in order for us to be faithful to one another, we have to have encounter 
with his faithfulness so that then it can flow out of us. The Holy Spirit allows that faithfulness to flow out of us to impact the people around us and be faithful to them. But that I, I truly don't think that can happen without encounter of his faithfulness and assurance. 100%. Man, listen, we, we could talk all day on this one, man. This, this was powerful. I don't know if you guys felt the weight of this, but I felt the weight of the Holy Spirit on this podcast because I believe God is speaking to some hearts specifically today. Someone needed to hear this word, and I pray that it encourages your heart. Um, I look forward to next week on gentleness um, mm -hmm. because that's another thing that we need on the earth today. Um, <laughs> and so, listen, we love you guys. We appreciate that you tune in every week uh, to just, uh, just just dive in to, to the word uh, and grow. Uh, this is a community of people that want to grow in the Lord. Uh, we don't have all the answers, um, but one thing we can point you to is the presence of God, and he has all the answers. So, Maranatha, uh, mm -hmm. Lord, we beseech you to come, and Shalom. We pray God's shalom. peace over you. Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information.